Welcome in. This is another episode of the Two Bros Talking Sports podcast. Uh, this will be a shorter episode. We're just going to do one this week because things are kind of starting to settle down a little bit with no college football games. NFL is kind of wrapping up, so we'll do our NFL recap and preview for next week. Um, and then we're just going to kind of do some house cleaning stuff. We'll probably talk some college basketball, maybe a little NBA, and then uh, Michael's going to start us off here with uh, World Cup. What's going on with the World Cup? Yeah, so World Cup, um, I'm trying to think. So the last time we talked... Um, I think we actually forgot to talk about USA you, last. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't talk about them losing. We talked about the preview for the Netherlands game, but then we never talked about them losing in the last episode. Because that was over a week ago. It was. It? We just didn't talk about it. Hmm. So, so that's on us. So we're down to four teams now. So that's on us. <laughs> we're down to four teams, so... Um, let's see. Yeah, the USA, the USA Netherlands Netherlands game, basically, I I think showed the difference in 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 the two teams, right? Like, who's your world class European football and the you soccer know, United States? Like, they, there's there's definitely a difference between uh, the two teams. Um, I was pleasantly surprised the way the United States played. I don't know if it was just how Netherlands was, was playing defensively or, or, or what, but I felt like the United States really possessed the ball quite a bit. Um, they had some opportunities and they just didn't capitalize on those opportunities and, and Netherlands did. So yeah, was... it's, it's just, it's depressing to give up the second goal. You know, an extra time. I mean, that's just typical USA men's soccer right there at its tee. It's just giving up a goal at the last possible second. And then, you know, that game I think is quite different because then if the results hold and it's it's 1-0 going to half, it's 1-1 at one point in that game. Mm -hmm. So it's just, yeah. It's frustrating to give up a second goal, but, I mean, I liked liked their fight. They never quit. And um, I think that with a lot of these guys being young and coming back, probably for the 2026 and who, who else knows mm. if there's some younger guys coming up but um I, I i think getting to the the goal of this world cup was getting out of the pool stage and yep. seeing what happened now yep. the next world cup i think they need to take it a step further and do something else but that's a long time away right right and, and it's you know the problem is is american soccer is just it's not on the level right like it's it's just it's not there they don't have the they don't have the talent. They don't have the depth. It's just, it's not the same. Like, you can have individual guys over there, but until you start playing as a team like that. Now, granted, there were some nice, uh, like, one-two touches that they had, some good wall passes, some good through. But, like, they, they were playing, you know, they did some good things. It just, they don't do them consistently enough. Their corner kicks disappointed me. They yeah, never really free, got a free, good look. Yeah, and, set pieces. Um, but if you you notice on those two goals that are two of the three goals, the first two I should say of Netherlands, like those were those were like not crosses, those were just like how do we, I don't know what you want to call it when you're driving you know towards the goal line and they, it, it's kind of like back into the box. But the shots by the Netherlands goal scores were one timers, right? Like literally, you don't even possess the, or you don't like get possession of the ball. You just one time it. And the United States, when they had their opportunities, they were trying to possess the ball to get it on their foot to do the, it was just like, no, if you got a chance, you got to put it on target and you got to put it. And that's the difference in, in the skill between the two teams. 
and it showed, and they lost three to one. Yeah, and some weird stuff coming out. But first off, uh, looks like Greg Berhalter is going to be extended. They're, I think he should be. They're, uh, they're, they're going into contract negotiations with that. I also did see Berhalter wants to possibly go coach in Europe, yeah. uh, which I think could be good for the U.S. because then you get a coach who kind of sees more of what's going on in Europe. and just. I mean, I'm sure he knows plenty, but just kind of gets that idea. But um, Gio Reyna was almost kicked off the team at the World Cup. He was basically told before... You know, the game started that you were probably going to play a limited role and then just wasn't putting forth effort in training, and him and Tyler Adams got into it. So just some weird stuff, but, I mean, Reyna's a 19-year-old kid. It's just it's immaturity, but... Um, I, I get that as a 19-year-old kid, it's but just it's, frustrating. It's, it's a 19-year-old kid in the World Cup. So you, I feel like you just got to, you know, like, you got to be appreciative of where you are, not acting a fool, you know, in, in that in that uh, element, in that yeah. situation. Yeah, and I mean, Reyna is one of their more talented players, so it was kind of surprising that he would be kind of put in a limited role, so I'm not sure what the reasoning is for that, but I'm not at training every day. I don't, sure. I don't know what's going on, but, he, I mean, anybody who kind of pays attention to U.S. soccer knows the name Gio Reyna for the men's national yeah, team. Right. Uh, as one of the more talented guys, so it was just kind of weird, but it looks like both sides are kind of past it um, now that it's gotten out, but... It's a long way down, but Gio did say he looks forward to competing in the 2026 World Cup and hopefully in a larger role. Definitely, um, Michael. What are the games we got coming up here? What are the who are the final four teams? And what you know, let's make our predictions here. Yeah. So first of all, I want to go to Friday, the quarterfinal matches. We had Croatia Brazil. Um, Brazil had scored. Um, Brazil scores in the 105th minute. Neymar scores. So it goes the full 90. You get another 15, and then you play another 15. They score in the 105th and make all their defensive subs to basically not give up a goal. They do give up one in the 116th minute, so the second extra time, and then end up losing in a shootout. Um, And if you think about it, if you're defensive players... Um, aren't in that game and your offensive players are, do you think that penalty kicks goes a little different? Um, So that was a great matchup, had high drama. Next, we had Argentina-Netherlands. Argentina um, had scored in the 35th minute. Then they also scored in the 73rd, take a 2-0 lead. Um, Netherlands put one in the back of the net in the 83rd minute. And then get this, they played 12 minutes of extra time uh, in the first, or in, in like the, the actual game, right? The, you know, the nine minute, they score in the 101st minute, which 11 out of the 12 minutes is in overtime, and then they basically lose it in, in PKs. Yeah, I think Netherlands missed their first two PKs. and They did. They, really made their, they missed, missed really their first two, them. made their next three. Uh, Argentina <clears throat> made their first three, missed their fourth, made the fifth. Um, but yeah, hell of a, hell of a match. Um, so that gives us Croatia versus Argentina. I want to say I read a stat going in. It was seven out of eight. So now it's eight out of eight out of nine Croatia's eight of nine. Oh, how do I say that? Croatia. I don't know what you're trying to say. Eight of their so. last nine matches Croatia has played in knockout stage has gone to PKs. So I that's their strategy. Yeah, and to, Croatia was the the last World Cup we had in 2018. They were the they were the runner, runner up. up. Yeah. So uh, Saturday, 
Morocco upset Portugal, and France beat England. Uh, England scored on a PK, had a chance late to score on a PK, which was kind of crazy because Harry Kane scored the first one, goes up for the second one. If you notice, he was going against Hugo Lloris, who's the goalkeeper for France, their Tottenham uh, teammates, and he ended up missing the second one over the top of the bar, and um, France won 2-1. to one. So on Tuesday, so tomorrow, we're going to have Argentina-Croatia, and then on Wednesday will be France-Morocco with the third place match on Saturday and the fourth place or the first place final on on Sunday. I'm going Argentina um, versus France with Argentina winning with with uh, Messi. I feel that FIFA's rigged, so that's why I'm going that way. I actually thought it was going to be FIFA or uh, Messi versus um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo, um, but that didn't go through. Though I think the best player in the game is now Kylian Mbappe. He's he's put himself on that next level. Yeah, uh, Morocco is the only team in the tournament to not allow a goal yet. Uh, they're a very good defensive team. Uh, and then they are also the first African nation in the history of the World Cup to ever make, reach a semifinal round. So uh, a lot of cool stuff going on for Morocco. Um, I'm going to take France, though, over Morocco, and I'm going to take Croatia, and we're going to have a rematch. I'm going to have Croatia beating France in the, okay. in the World Cup final. Okay. Um, Croatia, I, I don't know his name, but it, it's the guy with the long hair. He's been he was the balloon, yeah he was the balloon Dior winner last time they were in the World Cup as the best World Cup player, and he's still really yeah. good. So it's, um, it's uh, I, I just I just don't know names. Yeah, I I I know I know his name. It's it's like Morodrich or something yep. like that. Yep. Um, let me see if I can find him. I know he took PK. I just I I just think it's too hard to. You know, no no team is uh, repeated in a long, long time. I think Italy was the last one. I just think it's too hard to repeat. Right. France is really good, but Mjodrich, Mjodrich, O D R I C. The the pressure of repeating is just going to be too much. But um, yeah, I mean the World Cup, it's cool. It happens. I wish it happened every two years. Four years, just yeah, a long you got time. The Olympics, but um, that's that's why it doesn't. You know, it's if you think about it, it's the Olympics is still the U twenty three though, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it which is. isn't as exciting. Yeah, but also when the Olympics is going on, they do the Euros. They do the, um, was it the Copa? Copa America. Copa America for the South American teams. Yeah, um, and I saw you might, that the U.S. might be applying for Copa America so they can get more competition, which I sure. think would be good for them. Yeah, I do too. Um, instead of just playing the CONCAF, because, I mean, really it's them in Mexico. And, and Canada's not awful. So, I mean, there's really only a couple teams that really challenge them. So, I think yeah. getting into a more challenging, uh, you know, kind of it's Nations League thing. It's funny that you say that because the last, better. the last World Cup they didn't make, they didn't qualify out of CONCACAF. So, yeah. I don't know. It's it's a, you know, I get it. Um, Yeah, so that kind of wraps up our World Cup. I'm sure next time we'll talk about who won and just kind of a quick reaction on that. But uh, with that, real quick, uh, we did have some Brewers life today in the offseason, which is usually unheard of. Uh, they made a trade. I don't understand how they did it, uh, but they traded Estroy Ruiz, who was a part of the Josh Hader deal, and acquired William Contreras, the brother of Wilson, the new Cardinals catcher, former Cubs catcher. Uh, he was an all-star last year. He's only 24 years old, five years of player control, 
uh, hit like 278, 20 home runs. But I think the big thing the for them, the Braves, uh, the biggest thing, one, they needed a catcher, but two, the biggest thing for them is that they really struggled against left-handed pitching last year. In 113 at-bats against left-handers, he hit 300 last year. So it could be, could be a boost there. Um, and, again, Estroy Ruiz was kind of a, kind of a throw-in, I feel like, in that Padres trade. But well, I mean, he, he, didn't was, even, he, didn't, he, he didn't do anything as a brewer. He was like, really seventh on the depth chart. So he yeah. probably wasn't ever going to play with Mitchell and Freelich coming up. And then, right. obviously, you have Yelich. And then um, you just traded for Jesse Winker, who could play outfield. So I, just, I don't think there is a spot for him. And, hey, if they could flip this kid for a— all-star and Ruiz isn't even going to the Braves he's going to the Athletics because the Athletics traded Sean Murphy to the Braves in this deal never heard of Sean Murphy uh he's another all-star catcher he's known for his defense but um okay I, I think the Brewers you did a great job in this trade I don't understand how you did it there's a lot of talk when it happened that originally they thought Willie Adamas was going to be going to the Braves in this deal uh but I mean you're basically you traded somebody who hasn't done a thing to somebody who has a pretty good proven yeah. track record with five years of control because he was a huge prospect coming who are up. The, who are the pitchers that they got? Um, I don't know their names. One has been an MLB pitcher, but he's still a little bit younger. He's a bullpen guy. Okay. Uh, I think he's got like two or three years of player control. Then another was a prospect that has player control and hasn't made it to the majors yet, obviously. Okay. But they, they were two arms that they said were you know, decent guys and have a chance of helping out the bullpen. Gotcha. Um, and the bullpen needs to be kind of remade. Yeah, so, it does. It definitely um, does. You know, Matt Arnold going out there taking a swing, and I think the instant reaction out of it is it's it's really good. And, again, I feel like he put the force trade button on and in the show and hit it because I don't understand how it worked, but it worked. Um, Aaron Judge signed back with the Yankees for 10 minutes. He was a San Francisco Giant, thanks to John Heyman. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, he tweeted out he was going to the Giants and then retracted it about 10 minutes later. <laughs> So, I did not. So, yeah, Aaron Judge is a Yankee. Carlos Correa is the last chip to fall, kind of. Um, college basketball. Moving there, Michael, you can lead us off with yeah, that. Yeah, so we got... Um, we do have a new number one. We do have a new number one, Purdue. Um, we've seen Marquette play against Purdue. We've seen Duke play against Purdue. Purdue is 10-0. Um, they were on the ropes against uh, uh, Nebraska. They took them to overtime. Uh, but they're your new number one. Uh, to round out the top ten, we got Purdue one, Virginia two, UConn three, Alabama four. UConn's the only Big East team ranked, by the way, too. Okay. Yeah, Alabama four, Houston five, Tennessee six, Texas seven. Anything? Any news about we'll just Texas? Just round out the top oh, ten. Oh, okay. Uh, Kansas eight, Arizona nine, Arkansas ten. Uh, Duke is coming in at twelve. And then Wisconsin popped Wisconsin in at twenty two. Uh, I love it that they're behind Maryland, who is also eight and two, and they just beat yep. after Maryland loses back to back games. Marquette was also third in the in the AP poll for getting votes and second in the coaches. So Marquette's getting up there, and I think if they have another good yeah. week, they could be ranked behind Charleston. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, not in the coaches, but yes, the AP. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Behind Charleston. Um, but yeah, so Texas right now, uh, their coach is currently, I don't know if he currently is, but he was earlier this morning. He was sitting uh, behind prison bars, some cell, some nice jail, jail bars. Jail, jail bars. Jail uh, Innocent to apparently, guilty. Apparently strangled somebody last night, so at In 2 the household, which makes me think um, it had to have been... It was a family member. They didn't, yeah, they okay. didn't say wife or anything like that. So I, yeah, it's just a weird situation, uh, but... You never know what the hell's going to go on down there in Texas. So, did you? Who knows? Did you look up what third degree felony meant? No, I did. I looked it up. 
I looked up what third degree felony meant because I was like, wait a minute, like what the hell? First degree is the worst. First degree is the yeah. worst, but it said something like depending. I think it, it, third degree was like two to ten years in prison or something like he that. Ain't going I to I get it, but I'm just <laughs> saying that was like the the um. But yeah, not a good look. Um, I was kind of like, oh, DUI, you know, something when you sent it in the chat. And I was like, third degree felony, uh, assault, assault. Oh shit. Okay. So yeah, not, not a good look, especially when, when that is the man in charge or yeah. When that's the man in charge of what? 15, uh, 18 to 22 year old kids, 18, 22 year old kids, you know, we're, um, probably not the best look. Went to he coached at Texas Tech, so maybe he's just following the Bobby Knight strangling kid. Like I don't get what, like I'm trying to make some. Do you think he's coaching ever again at Texas? I I saw he was suspended. I saw he got suspended now. Um, I, I think I, I think he'll be back at some point. It's scary. Yeah, I don't. I feel I feel like if he doesn't come back, Texas is going after Calvin Sampson. I would be interested in that. I, I don't know if Samson wants to leave. I think he likes Houston, though. Yeah. I mean, likes- I think he likes kind of being at that smaller kind of school because he's been at the big, big school, and it just yeah. didn't work out at Indiana when he was there. And he was at Oklahoma, um, too. So, yeah, I mean, just an interesting and kind of weird situation playing out. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, we've got to hear all the details. And like we said, innocent until proven guilty. Wait, no, he did he plead guilty? I don't know. I don't. I don't there I don't. hasn't been a lot of details out yet. Yeah. So we can't yeah. jump to conclusions or anything yeah. like that. Um, just well, like, I mean, we can. We're a just, podcast. Just, just looking at the rankings here, I see Mississippi State at 17. We're not talking college football today, but some news out of Mississippi State in terms of college football. Mike Leach, their head coach, uh, they've not given much details on this, but he's in critical health condition. All we know is that he was airlifted out of his home. So uh, Mike Leach is a dude who's just he's – he's a funny dude for college football. So it's definitely better with him in it. Uh, so hope he's doing definitely okay. enjoyed the player who entered the transfer portal. Yeah, who said Mike Coach Leach thinks I'm soft, so I'm gonna go in the transfer portal. Yeah, no, that was that was a pretty good way to do it. Um, I don't but, know if so. You as a coach, like let's say you know you have like a trans. Do, do you see that? Like, okay, you're taking this kid in, and he just put out that on his social media as a player. Do you find that as immature? Like, d- depending on whether or not whatever happened between him and Lynch, do you find that as the player putting that out on I think it's immature as the immature. player. I think yeah. it's immature because, like, you're mad because your coach called you soft, and I'm sure he probably called you a couple other things yeah. along yeah. with that, but maybe, you know right. what, again, this could just be a kid hearing stuff he doesn't want to hear. Right. So it's, it's just, right. I think it is the immaturity. Um, but, you know, Mike Leach is the kind of guy who's just going to tell you what he's saying, and that, that's very that's true. how it is. So, very true. Um, yeah, hope he's okay because, I mean, he's just he, – he, he's done a nice job pretty yeah. much everywhere he's been. Um, you yeah. know, Mississippi State, he's only been there for, I think, this is year two. Um, but obviously built Washington State up from the ground. Oh, he's been in Mississippi um, State a lot longer than – Three years tops. You can look All that right. up. I'll look it up. You but, keep talking. Um, uh, and then obviously at Texas Tech before he was fired, I mean, got them to almost a national championship game. I still think of that game against Texas with Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm Michael Leach, hope you're doing okay and hope you get better. What do we got? 2020. So 2020, 2021, 2022. Yeah, so this is year three and 2020 was just a weird, weird year. So we'll say two and a half years. Yep. Um, anyways, back to college basketball. Wisconsin getting two big wins this week. 
home against Maryland, and then at Iowa. Uh, so Wisconsin's had like seven. I like, was just gonna say their seven? last seven games. They've like the total that they've won is by five tw- points. Is but like total is yeah. twenty one points. Yeah, is the difference like the yeah, margin? Yeah, their last three. seven like, games crazy. have been by decided by five points yeah. or less. Yeah, I mean they've just they've and just so found what? ways to win. Five and two in that stretch. Yeah, they've found ways to win and. You know, I mean that the the Iowa game last night was just you're up what you're up five with like 45 seconds oh left, God. and then you you did miss you free that, throws, and then a Sejan turns it did over. Did you think it's, that was oh, a foul? No, like on a, for a Sejan? Well, and, and not not on the strip, but at first, no. he like on the trap, it looked like he got bodied. No, I mean, he, I, he threw like his yeah. shoulder, and it was just weird. It it was yeah. a freshman trying to yeah. get a foul. It's like, yeah. dude, you should okay. just play. Right, and no, um, I, I get what you're saying. I right. will say with Wisconsin, Carter Gilmore has really kind of done a nice job, just kind of settling into his he role. Like six seven. Um, yeah, he, he's, he's six seven six eight. Um, but just just is an all-out hustle kid. Honestly, kind of reminds me of Tim Jarmus, the Oshkosh West kid yeah. when he was there, but Jarmus could shoot it better. Yeah. Um, but kind of just reminds me of that. Just does all the little things, goes in there, plays hard yeah, for Jarmus three, four minutes more at of a time. Yeah, three. And, Gilmore's more of a four. Yeah, but Jarmus could shoot it better too. But still, just didn't really do anything in the box score a whole bunch, but yeah. just worked his ass off and earned his minutes. And, Carter, and Carter there, Gilmore came in. You. He came in as a preferred walk-on. And yeah. last, the last, last year, he was not very good, but he's gotten a lot better. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's gotten a lot better in the lat like since the beginning of the season. Those first couple games, it was, you know, there was a game. I don't know if it was Dayton, if it was the Dayton game, or if it was the Kansas game. The forty-three, forty-two Dayton. Just where they were playing, shellacking. they were playing the the other big six-eleven kid, um, Ilver. Ilver. They were playing Marcus Ilver more. I don't know if it was just because of foul trouble or what. Um, or the fact that Gilmore was giving up so much size to um, to Kansas, but um, I feel like he's been better as of late. Like even this year, you can see like it's kind of making sense to him. Um, Sejan is he's cold blooded. Like he's, good. He's, he's a very good scorer right now. It's just he's a freshman. I yeah, mean, he's gonna but, make mistakes. But it's and... not just shooting. Like his cuts are he, he, he like he he is in the flow of the offense and coming off screens. We, we said it the other day. <clears throat> I'm not saying he's J.J. Redick, but it was J.J. Redick-esque coming off screens. He's not doing it with are you gonna the... Quote, are you going to quote who said that the other day? Yeah, you did. Okay. Or we t- No, the, the hilarious I said that a season was, three no, was Redick-esque. The, the, the hilarious thing was, and, and you know I sent that in the chat. The second you said it was this, like, so I thought it, you sent it in the chat. So, so, I, like, so I thought it first. No, we were thinking it together, and you just got it to the chat first because you're a millennial and you can uh, text faster. Yeah, that's why. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Duke, two good wins. Um, beat Iowa. Um, so we watched a lot of Iowa this week. And then uh, Maryland Eastern Shore, big dub. I, I mean, that is a big-time victory. Did not no, tune in. No, I'm kidding. Um, but seriously, though, Jaden Shute had three threes, so that was good to see him. Um, they were saying that with you know Duke has really struggled shooting the three this year. Um, well, I shouldn't say really struggled, but they, they only have a certain amount of guys that are doing a lot of the shooting. Um, so that was nice to see Shute come out there and, and hit some shots for him. To, um, the kid's 6'6", so he can, he can get his... 
you know, he can get his shot. Um, it's just getting him confidence. He's not ready defensively by any means. He's not ready ball handling wise, but he can sit him in the corner for a stretch here or there and run some stuff through him. So, um, you know what I mean? Not run stuff through him, but run some stuff and he can be your outlet to, to give, to keep the floor spaced. Um, so I like that uh, Derek Lively's looking uh, better. You can just tell his confidence is building, and I also think that Derek Whitehead's confidence is building right now. So um, I also thought that Mark Mitchell had a really nice game against Iowa, um, just giving him good minutes. He's he reminds me of Justice Winslow, where you do you, like you don't want him out on the perimeter. You want him attacking. You want him defending, grabbing rebounds, and pushing hard. Like that's that's your game right now. And then next year you work on the shot. It's still a line drive, but um, Duke Duke's playing well. Duke, they're they're the. What have we talked about the last what five six years about Duke basketball? What's been their biggest struggle? Uh, playing together. Defense. Defensively, defensively, they're not connected. Yeah, yeah, they are very connected defensively, and it helps when you have seven foot, uh, you know, seven one rim protection. It helps that, but there, there, there's a buy-in to it. There's a buy-in. There's like a Wisconsin buy-in to this Duke team right now when it comes to the defensive end. Where I just if it's if not scoring, a, I wonder if that's just a change that Shire's focused on more. It Shire year. is big on defense. He he very well is big on defense. But if you think about it, is it harder to teach defense or offense at that level? It's much more difficult to teach defense. So if you're teaching, like I just feel like he's much more ready to to just dig in and get after it whereas coach k was he was starting to get to the tail end and he was just like you know we, we just didn't didn't have the intensity to get through it so what are you thinking about shire so far i mean i i, I don't get to watch as much but it hasn't been a dumpster fire so that's good i mean i told you that if things go i'll get ugly quick i mean the media is going to make it 10 times worse than what it is i I think Shire's just, I mean, the, the thing that was good about the Shire hire is that he was never the most talented guy on the floor when he played, but he was probably the smartest. Yeah. So I think when you're able to... And I know what you're saying of maybe not the most talented, but there were plenty of times where he was the best player out on the court. Like, Yeah, but not, he was, I mean, like, athletically, like, he had to grind for everything yes. he got, whereas, like, you get a guy like, I mean, Nolan Smith, where he's twice the athlete he was that he played with or yeah. like he played with Gerald Henderson yeah. Gerald Henderson didn't have to grind for anything he could just blow by dudes so it's like Shire understands like just I think just men- mentally in basketball IQ wise he's so much farther ahead than a lot of people are and I think that's why uh, when he had the eye injury uh, Coach K talked to him about getting on the staff and you can tell with the relationships that he has with people He's so well spoken. He he's beloved there. It it just it was an absolute slam dunk hire, and that the athletic director didn't even want. Yeah, yeah, they wanted Johnny Dawkins. No, Tommy Amaker. Did you? I thought Tommy it, I Amaker thought was, was was the one the athletic director wanted. Over yeah. at Harvard. Yep. Okay. Yep. They wanted Amaker, which is crazy because Filipowski's brother, twin brother, is playing at Harvard. You know that? Did not. Yes, yeah, his twin brothers playing there. Um, one thing I would say back going back to Wisconsin, I I think Greg Gard, like any Wisconsin's really old fashioned, and I think it's it's frustrating to watch as a fan sometimes. But I I will say Greg Gard gets the most out of his players. 
like for I mean when you look at them in the Big Ten, they they are not like roster wise. If you just look at a roster in terms of talent, they're not top five. No, they're not. No, they don't get the five star recruits and stuff like that. So I just I think what he does and gets the most out of his players is a credit to him and his staff for just getting them to buy into Wisconsin culture. And if you don't, you're not going to last very long. And they just find guys who do it. Right. And I think guard has a little more been um, understanding to kind of not change with times, but be able to push a little bit more. Um, there were times where you'd watch Bo Ryan coach teams and somebody committed a turnover and you knew the sub was coming in for him right away. It's not, it you know, it's not that... Um... Well, and I think it... it... I think Bo just never had, like, teams that were... I mean, he had good teams. Like, when Butch was there, when they were really good. And Bo was more open to when he knew his guys could do it. Because if you watch the two Final Four teams at the end of his run, they didn't do as much swing. They did a lot more five out and stretching the floor. And, right. I mean, Sam Dabkers came out and said this. But, we but we did a lot the... more off, like, not just off set, script. not set, not yeah. set. Like, they played because Bo, Bo trusted them and he understood that they were ready to do this, whereas... Because you're not getting the five star, four star. I was just recruits, to say, some of that is the talent you that need you get. To, you need to be structured. Like if you don't have as a talented team, you need to just do the stuff that you know is going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you find it concerning that uh, that Jeremy Roach uh, wasn't playing uh, Saturday night? No, I, I heard them say that they think he'll be all right. I just think that they played a well, they, just a shit team. It yeah, really and they matter. had a ten. They had a ten game. You know, or 10 days off till their next game, yeah, and then they get some I, more time off. There's so. no point in playing right, for that game. Right, no. It, I, and, I, it, and it makes somebody else have to step up. Right, right. No, I, I agree. And I thought Proctor played well. Um, Jalen Blakes is a dog. Um, he just wants to get out there and defend. I like the way he plays. So, yeah. Uh, college basketball, like, it, it's fun right now. I, I mean, it's, it's fun. We've got some good teams to watch. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it. Uh, real quick before we get into NFL, NBA, uh, Joe Ingles is going to be back soon for the Bucks. He got reassigned to the Herd, and then he's, he's they say probably within the next two weeks. Okay. Joe, Ingles is, Joe Ingles is a really good player. So, I mean, that could definitely be a lift for the Bucks. And the Bucks were in trade talks again for Crowder, uh, Jay Crowder, so I we'll see that. if that happens. Um, do you know who the number one team in the West is right now? I don't. The Pelicans. The Pelicans are eighteen and eight. Zion Williamson's been on a tear recently, yeah. uh, and without in their last five games, Brandon Ingram hasn't played. Okay. Uh, so the Pelicans are playing really well, and a lot of people think this team is for real. Zion's averaging twenty five and seven right now. But then also you have CJ McCollum there. We've talked about that yeah. before. How that was just a great, a great trade for them. Trade for him, yeah. um, but then Larry Nance is playing really well off the bench, and Jose Alvarado is fun to watch for them too. Yeah, he just goes out there and competes. He's a guy that just grinds it out every night because that's Beverly. that's the only way that he can get minutes. So, right. Um, right. yeah, I, he the, knows the Pelicans have a lot of talent. It's just they're young, and if they can stay healthy, yeah, they it, kinda, it could it could change some things in the West. They kind of remind me of the Memphis Grizzlies from last year. Yep. you know, under the radar have an explosive superstar, um, have talent around them, just young guys that, you know, need to kind of figure it out. Um, Zion's shooting, he only takes about one three game, but he's shooting 35% from three. That's at least respectable enough where you got to come out and at least put a hand up. And when you do, he's just going to blow by you because he's so explosive. Right. Um, but Brandon Ingram's 46% from three, takes four threes a game. Brandon Ingram is... 
probably he's, he's another guy just extremely underrated. I, I I love watching Brandon Ingram play. I loved him every for sec for every second he was at Duke. I loved watching him. Uh, just a really fun player to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, the Bucks. Chris Middleton sprained his ankle. Don't yeah, want to see that. that. Uh, so he's got to get back healthy. And the more I think with him, it's just getting him in, on the floor so he can get into the flow of things by, you know, the end of the year. Uh, Kid Cunningham's out for the year. Shin surgery. Read that. Um, that that I mean, the Pistons aren't very good, but for for a franchise, he's your former number one pick. You want to get him developed. You want to get him time on the court. Um, so yeah, I mean NBA, the Celtics and Bucks are the favorites in the East, and then it's still it's still the Warriors and the Suns in the West. But the Pelicans are kind of sliding into that conversation. Oh, they're they're struggling. They did this last year though too. Remember in the second half, they not got up to they re- started, but, the but they got into a really really hot start. But then they were average the rest of the year. So the, the Warriors, when it comes down to it, just know how to win. So I, it's hard to go back to back, but they've also. They're one of the few people that they know how to it. do it, so uh, they know how to do it. Uh, but yeah, with that, unless you got anything else, we'll go into NFL. Let's dive in. All right. Week 14, no Packer game this week, had a bye, we'll jump right in, Thursday night football, another super exciting Thursday night football game, the Baker Mayfield led Rams come out on top, Michael can hate Baker all he wants, say what he wants, it was impressive coming in off of no practices, had 20 reps, leads him to a a game winning touchdown drive, come on, that's impressive, impressive. give him a little credit, give him a little credit. Yeah, you told me it was a 98 yard drive. Give him a little credit. Was there, were there any penalties on that I have, play? I have no clue. Yeah, exactly, because you didn't watch the game. There were penalties on you that You watched play. this game? No, I didn't. I just oh, okay. I heard that there okay. was a penalty. Okay, so maybe you shouldn't give me shit for not watching <laughs> the end of this game if I you heard, didn't watch it. I either. heard there was a penalty. So I don't think it was a 98-yard drive. Started at the two-yard line. Yeah, um, what are you going to say? Raiders Sh- stink. Raiders, Raiders Raider find Raider another defense. way to lose. Sorry, Rob. Your bet... Yeah, I don't know. Well, the, the Buccaneers, Buccaneers didn't too well. They, they held up there under the bargain this 16 week, 16-3 to three leads in the NFL is the worst lead to have. There was a 16-3 lead last Monday night. Uh, Buccaneers, Saints, Buccaneers come back, win the game after we were talking so much shit on the Buccaneers. And then on Thursday night, 16-3 to three lead. Um, and how about for Rob to lose it both ways? He loses it. He loses it that the Buccaneers win, and then he loses it that the Rams blow the lead. Oh, sorry, dude. Um, yeah, it's. I don't know. I mean, Raiders Rams they both stink. They, they do. Devontae Adams is still really good. Only they three just, for seventy one though. Yeah, I they know. But I'm, I'm, exactly. You know, you give Jacobs the ball twenty seven times. I get it. They but, do pound him though. They do. Man, he's earning his contract. Yeah, but your shelf life as a running back, you know when you're running. Somebody's running the ball. Somebody's going to pay him, though. No way. Somebody will pay Josh Jacobs. Somebody will pay Josh. Yeah, somebody will pay him. It'll be a bad contract from a bad team. He's earned it. I get that, but he's going to get cut 
two years into the contract. He's not going to get cut in two He years. will. He no. will because it'll be too expensive and he will have injuries because he's used so often. I get it. The best offenses are the two-back offenses. Are the what? Two-back offenses where you have two running backs. So you split carries. Yeah, two-back offense. Was... So you could just say running backs or offenses that split carries. Okay, great. Just dumb it down. Jets, Bills. Bills, 20. Jets, 12. This was a game we picked. Michael, would you like to give the results? Uh, Yeah. Everybody picked the Jets. Bills were favored by 9.5. Crazy high. Jets cover. And again, we're picking these on Monday night. We are. Still. Crazy, are. crazy high, I feel like. It was a bad weather game. That always helps the the you know the spread to, to bring it lower. Um do you know where Buffalo is? I mean, we know it's in New York, but Up, do you know Upper New York. Do you know where it is? Northeast New York, right? Like the state North of New York. West. Northwest. New York. Okay. Like it is right on Lake Erie. Yeah. Like right on it. Basically, Niagara Falls is just a little north. Like it's damn near Canada. It it pretty much is because I was like, God, every game they're they have bad well, weather they're getting the lakefront stuff i saw that the dolphins had um thermal heaters this week for 55 degrees they're going to buffalo this next week <laughs> yeah and that's gonna so. that's gonna be a night game on saturday night yep that'll be interesting uh shout out the nfl um i'm very excited for saturday this week we get a game at noon we get a game at three and we get a game at seven on, on next Saturday, triple header on NFL Network. Very excited to see that. Ready to, ready to do my DKs. That'd be very exciting. Basically, it's Thanksgiving all over again. It's awesome. Without the good food. Without the good food. That's whatever. depressing. Uh, next here, we have Browns and Bengals. Bengals 23, Browns 10. Deshaun Watson struggles again. Did have a touchdown, but struggles again. Uh, Joe Burrow just goes out, does what he does. It was good to see Joe Mixon back. Michael, you got anything to add on this? This thing? reminds me when it comes to fantasy, fantasy football. I always try to be the guy that's going to find an angle, right? Probably two weeks before, maybe three weeks before Watson came back, I picked him up, right? And I sat him on my bench, and I was going to give up a week if I had a buck, because there was a week that I had to take a bye, I had to take a shitty quarterback, because uh, I didn't play my weeks out right. Um, but I just I'm always like I'm gonna get that rookie. I'm gonna get that rookie. He's gonna be a big time player. They're gonna find it, right? Well, you you do sometimes. Rookie wide receivers are good unless you're picking Traylon Burks, who's not ready. Well, Traylon Burks, yeah. How was well? He, he's gotten better, but was he ready against the Packers? Sure, but yeah, he's injured, right? Okay, now. but when you draft a rookie wide receiver, let's yeah. say in the tenth round, a guy like Traylon Burks, not like the top of the line, yeah, not yeah, like Chris Olave, yeah, yeah. if they don't produce those first four weeks, are you still keeping them? A lot of people will drop him. Yeah, but when... Okay, when was Chris Olave drafted? Higher than Burks. Like, it, like, it, like it, in the NFL draft or yes, the fantasy draft? in the NFL draft. Like 12, I think? Saints okay. traded up. Okay, so when was... But, but he's expe- he, he came in as expected to play right away and be good for them. Traylon Burks was not expected to be as high, like, as high of a primetime player. 100% was. No, you was traded not. away A.J. Brown. Terrible trade. For the pro. Got, got the GM of Tennessee I, fired I, from this I'm, trade. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. But you're telling me that Traylon Burks wasn't drafted to be great right away? I, I, his, dra- like his draft 
he was drafted there, but it was a reach. He should not have been expected to produce at a high totally number understand. such as Garrett Wilson totally or blah, blah, blah. understand. I'm Chris not Olave. saying it wasn't a reach. I'm saying that's why they drafted him. That is him. why they drafted him. Yes, okay. I agree with you that. Okay. But okay. expectations from everybody else coming in was not to be a Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, or Drake London. They traded up for the wrong guy. Against yes. Green Bay, seven, touch, or seven catches. <laughs> that's great, but again, can't stay, can't stay out. That's a Christian Watson stat line, okay? That's not a Traylon Burks. Seven catches, 111 yards, 51 was long. I totally get it. But, I, again, I, I do want to say, Traylon Burks was drafted in that spot to be that good. It hasn't panned out. Because but he can't stay healthy. Understood. But you, same with Christian Watson. I mean, health... What is your what's your favorite line? The best ability is availability. All right. He's but not, I'm just not saying. I'm just saying if if, if I draft Traylon Burks as a flyer and he did what he did the first 4 weeks for, like in fantasy, I'm yeah. dro- I'm dropping him. I did. Yeah, exactly. And then I picked him back up. <laughs> and then I had him for a couple games and, and then then he got hurt and he dropped him again. Yeah, now he's hurt. Well, this last one is that concussion. I mean, he got blown up. But anyway, still caught the ball for the touchdown. Let's get back to your Deshaun Watson point here. We, oh you, yeah, you so were going there. How you're so, supposed to try to so find an edge, <laughs> like with Traylon Burks. I tried to find an edge, but he hasn't done. He he hasn't figured it out. So dude hasn't played football in two thankfully, years. Thankfully, I I did keep some quarterbacks on my roster. But yeah, Watson, it, it's 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 not happening. No, You're I mean just... that it's not a bad gamble, right? Uh, I, and had that's the, why I, I, did it. I I had the best gamble of the year getting DeAndre Hopkins in the waiver wire somehow, worked out. Is uh, that a better is that a better just to gamble make... than Christian Watson? I mean, D-Hop, I would say yes because you know what he is. You don't know what Christian Watson is. So therefore, mine's a bigger gamble. No. How do you how how not Deshaun like DeAndre Hopkins is a better pickup. It's a better pickup out of the waiver wire is what I'm saying. How many how many touchdowns does Hopkins have? I, I don't know. Wait, he's only played six games. <laughs> so is Watson. Well, no, not played six <laughs> games. He sat out six games. Watson hasn't played many either. But I I feel a lot better about DeAndre Hopkins than I would Christian Watson. Yeah. Uh. The Bengals, I was a little surprised. Uh, T. Higgins, no catches. Um, a little surprised by that. I know Jamar Chase is back, um, but I think Burrow's got to... And Tyler Boyd got hurt this game, too. I th- I think... Didn't I see T. Higgins with no catches? I don't think he did much. Am I, am I talking out of my ass again? Yeah, Tyler Boyd had a finger injury, so I think pretty sure he's week to week. All right, ready for this. Jamar Chase, 10 catches. T. Irwin, two catches. T. Taylor, one catch. Mixon, two catches. M. Wilcox, one catch. T. Williams, one catch. Samaje Pirine, one catch. So, yeah, T. Higgins, like, basically it was all Jamar Chase or nothing. And that, to me, is a little scary for, for Cincinnati. Because if, if you got both of those guys going, if you got six and six between those two guys, eight and eight, six and four, you know, just splitting it up between those guys, it's going to open up a lot more things. It's going to open up a lot more of the running game. Still good on them for getting the victory, but I would have liked to see more out of T. Higgins, Higgins did get hurt with a hamstring injury, though. Okay. So he's day-to-day, but does have a hamstring issue. Okay. Um, the one thing I do want to say about the Browns is where, like, you get Deshaun Watson back, 
he's not going to be great right away. He's got to figure it out. Yeah. But what's happened to your run game? Where's Nick Chubb been? Where Where's this Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt duo been? Where's this defense that was Super Bowl caliber defense? I, it's just like you get the quarterback back, but everything else has gone to crap. So, yes, Deshaun Watson hasn't been as good, but I don't know. The rest of your team isn't playing well either. I, I, I don't do you think Stefanski in trouble? Or do you think they're going to give him a year full of Watson? I think, I think they give him a year full All right. of Watson. All right. Next year we got Cowboys, Texans. Cowboys oh, find a way. Sorry, let, let me just uh, everybody pick the Bengals. Trace, myself, Rob, Pens, all pick the Bengals. Um, Cody, don't know where your picks are, my dude. If you can hear us, codes, Cody, if you're listening, Kate Sal, Kate Dog, or her. No picks, buddy. Cowboys prevail over the Texans, 27-23. Took a late game drive to win. Uh, the Texans just compete. They compete. They do. Uh, the they Cowboys do. did not look very good for a long time, but you know what? When you're ten and three, you find a way to win ball games. When and you're clunkers, exactly what they did. When you're clunkers. Uh, next year we got Lions, Vikings. Tony the, Pollard. The Lions are playing. Looking good. Lions are playing so well. Jared Goff is playing really well. Lions defeat the Vikings, 34-23. The favorited Detroit Lions go in there, cover, take care of business. Best NFC. Best offense in the NFC North? I don't know. That one, I don't know. I mean, okay, let's say they're full cylinder. you got Amon Ross St. Brown, Jamison Williams. But I don't know what Jamison Williams is yet, though. I get it. I get it. But he did catch his first touchdown pass. That was he did. cool. That was nice. Um, but, yeah, I, two, I, I don't know. because like running backs. I'm taking Justin, very I'm taking Justin Jefferson over Amon Ra. I'm taking Delvin Cook over the Lions running backs. But then it's like... Okay, just Delvin Cook. But I'm taking their running backs over Detroit's running backs. With Delvin Cook and Madison. I think they're just as good, if not better, okay. than Swift and Williams. I think they're both comparable. Yeah. I think they're both very good. But I'm, I think taking I'm taking the Lions Cook. O-line. Um, yes. I don't know what Jameson Williams is yet. So, it's like, do you take Thielen? I, you have to take the Vikings tight ends because the Lions literally gave them their only tight end. <laughs> And then Goff, Cousins, I don't know. That's, that's a close it one. It depends what time of day. Correct. Right? I mean, it depends the time. No, I, I'm being a little facetious, but in, in a way, the Lions... Hey, they made, they're all the way up to 6-7. and seven. They're, I mean, they're in the playoff hunt. They're, they, I feel like... They, they, I don't think they do, but I feel do like they're they, right think, there with... Do you think they finish 500, 9-8, over 500? Or do you think they go under 500? Let me listen. They got to play Packers one more time. That's a win. A better Packers team. With Jordan Love leading them. We don't know that. Run the table, baby. Um, let me look at the rest of their schedule. They got the Jets next week. Favored over the Jets. That I get. I understand right. that. Because uh, um, Williams got hurt for the Jets. That hurt them. Quinn and Williams. He got hurt. Yeah. That's a big loss for them. Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. Bears is a win. Panthers is a win. So that's two. So they at least get to eight. Then it just depends if they beat the Packers or the Jets. Do you think they can win three of those four? I think they can. They do can. They, do they? I, I don't think they do. I think they go two and two. two. And two. So you finish think they finish eight, eight and nine. nine? Which I think for the Lions, you're Heck, pretty oh damn happy. God. I can tell you a lot of Lions fans that would be very happy with uh, that. Would you like to say anything on your pretenders, the, the Minnesota Vikings? Um, You know, a... 
part of me is scared the fact that they pissed this, you know, that just didn't play well because maybe that grounds them a little bit. And as a Packer fan, I was hoping they weren't getting their grounding until the playoffs started. Um, I think I think defensively it's a little alarming um, that you know you 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 struggled that much with them. Even though we're just talking about how good the offense is for the Lions, they're you know they're 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 a tough out. Um, you know, and and it's not easy to win in the division. Didn't the Vikings struggle with the Lions the first game? They did. Yep, I think they won late. Yeah, I mean, so, but the Lions are not an easy team to beat. I, no. I, I literally, if I see if if the Lions squeak into the playoffs somehow, I and I have to play them, I'm kind of mad. Right. That, that's scary. Right. I, no, I agree. Um, I mean, I do think this. You know, we have to see where things go from here, but it 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 wasn't a good look for Minnesota. It, it was not a good look. Like, there's games to lose. Like, there's games that you, give, you, you you don't give away games in your division, right? Like, you don't... I mean, they got it wrapped up pretty much. They feel fine about winning the they division. They do. They do feel fine. But yeah, you don't want to lose to them. you don't want to be giving confidence to other teams in your division. Yeah. So, I don't know. We picked this game. We did not. We didn't. Did okay. not pick this game. All right, next here, Eagles, Giants. Eagles go out and just kick ass. This game we picked. Eagles go out and just kick ass, 48-22. Jalen Hurts with another big game. Got me 30-plus fantasy points. A.J. Brown caught another him, touchdown. I had him on tears. Yeah, it, Eagles offense looks really good. Miles Sanders had two touchdowns. Uh, the Giants were 6-1, and one, I believe, at one point, 6-2. They are now 7-5-1, and one, yeah. quickly fading in the NFC. But we kind of felt like they were pretenders as well, too. Yeah, I think I think that is starting to hit home a little bit. Um, I, I definitely think that they are um, they're not getting much out of Saquon Barkley right now, um, especially when your team is losing. Like you know, when you when you are losing so early. I mean, they got down in that game. It was twenty one. Oh, it was yeah. Quit. This was this was an ass kick. And and so you can't get any at, at home in New York. Yeah, you can't get any running game early. So. Nine carries, 28 yards. Um, did Daniel Jones get hurt in this game, too? No. Don't believe so. And they just pulled him? Yeah. They saw the writing on the wall. Okay. Yeah. The, 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 the thing with the Giants is they just, their receiving core is so depleted. Yep. And then they trade away uh, Tony. Like, it's just, I don't know. Which I just, he was never healthy for him, anyways. Right. But I just, I don't. We talked about this. I wasn't buying into the Giants. And I think they have a lot of they have a lot of cap space in this offseason, so I think you might see them go out and try to get some receivers or just yeah. something to help Daniel Jones out. Yeah, like Kenny Dalek Holiday. Yeah, that like worked. That, that worked. Like, like that type of that worked. That yeah. that was the past regime. We'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we picked uh, this game. We picked this game. Uh, myself and Pens took the Eagles. Trace and Rob took the Giants. Eagles with the cover six and a half. Next year, we had Ravens and Steelers in uh, the backup quarterback and rookie quarterback bowl. Uh, Tyler Huntley got hurt in this game as well, uh, who was a starter for the Ravens. But the Ravens go on, and they score a late touchdown to win 16-14. to Kenny Pickett looked okay, just kind of like a rookie quarterback. But like, like, we talk, like we talked about, he's gotten better. But, um, yeah. It, he got hurt early. Pickett threw one pass. Yeah. 
Trubisky was 22 of 30 for 276. One Trubisky's, pick, Trubisky's good when he doesn't have to one, prep for a week. One pick, three or one touchdown, three picks. So, yeah, I mean. Steelers were playing one. better. So, Steeler, um, uh, Pickett, Pickett got a concussion in this game. Uh, pretty early, so they just need to they need to get as much picket time as they can. So him not being on the field hurts them. Uh, next we had Jaguars Titans. Jaguars go out and win thirty six twenty two. They are now five and eight. The Titans are seven and six, and I believe the Titans were five and two at one point. So they're just two and four because they they lost two in a row and then they won their next five. Uh, so the Titans are struggling. Um, this game had my standout stud. It is my standout stud because I won rock paper scissors. Uh, Evan Ingram. Rotting for how many points we got here? What do we got? Cheers to cheers. cheers. To Any, anybody who uh, anybody who's 30, listening right now, nine, anybody who's listening right now, if you had Evan Ingram on a, your bench, take a shot. Put take up, a shot. Put up your glass right now and take a shot with us. Evan Ingram, thirty-nine points, eleven receptions on fifteen targets, hundred sixty-two yards, two touchdowns. Evan Ingram's career, he's been known to have games where he just goes off. You just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but not a bad tight end. He's a really good athlete. Got some good hands. Trevor Lawrence comes in. Didn't practice all week. Says, I don't care. I'm just going to throw it to my buddy Evan. So now that he has a consistent quarterback throwing it to him, right? Like we're putting, like Lawrence is starting to build, right? Yep. Is Evan Ingram a... Uh, uh, Starting like fantasy. I mean, tight ends are just so hit or miss because tight ends this year for fantasy, it's literally just like if your dude catches a touchdown, he's a top seven tight end in the week. Like that's just how it is. I know tight ends have been so bad. Like Pat Fryer, like I was mad that I sat Evan Ingram this game, but I had Pat Fryer move who scored a touchdown, got me twelve points. It's like okay, tight end. If I can get more than eight points, I'm feeling really good. Um. Evan Ingram's just a guy who, I mean, he's kind of a little bit like a Gabe Davis where it's like he's going to have a couple games in the year where he goes off, has a bunch of touchdowns, something like that, but he's really only going to probably have like five to five to six every week, if that. Right. Um, but Evan Ingram's a good athlete, so, I mean, I, I could definitely see him getting more looks if that's what they want to do in Jacksonville because he's not a bad target. Yeah, ETN had 17 carries for 32 yards. That's tough. Um I don't think this is the formula, but yeah, Lawrence was 30 of 42 for 368 and three touchdowns. But I mean, that's just how games go sometimes, and if that's what's working, and, that's what you have to and do. And that's, you know, the, um, that's Tennessee's defense, like their, their pass defense is, is questionable. So, you know, good on the, good on the Jaguars. Um, little, little note here, my standout stud of the week, uh, I forgot to say it here from the Vikings game, um, Obviously, like he he does it so often, but setting a franchise record in reception or in uh, receiving yards, uh, Justin Jefferson eleven catches, uh, two hundred excuse me two hundred twenty three yards. That's twenty point three average yards per catch. Whoa! I started him in fantasy. Yeah. He was not rotten. No, so. no, he was good. Uh yeah, Justin Jefferson's elite. Put it this put it the simple way. Yeah, I should have drafted him number one. I'm still happy with Christian I mean, McCaffrey. McCaffrey's been fine. He's been healthy. Uh-huh. So, um, Next year, Chiefs, Broncos. Chiefs got up 21-0 in this game. Russell Wilson gets a concussion. 27 27-0. 27-0. Russell Wilson gets a concussion. So Rippon comes in. Uh, the Broncos fight all the way back. Jerry Judy had three touchdowns. Uh, he's a notable standout. Just honorable mention. 
Uh, three touchdowns for him. He had like 30-some fantasy points. Chiefs end up winning 34-28. to uh, It just seems to get darker and darker for Wilson and Hackett in Denver. Yeah, you know, you think you get down the way you did, and then you start making the comeback, and then I, uh, Josie Jewell got a pick on, um, on Mahomes, and it was like, oh, shoot, they can come down, but they just... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing in Denver. Hackett. Nobody just, knows. <laughs> Hackett is is he's just it's it's it's, it's our weekly it. it's our weekly time to rip on Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, you know. Come uh, back to Green Bay, please. <laughs> uh, no, next here, Panthers, Seahawks. Panthers upset the Seahawks at home thirty to twenty four. Sam Darnold didn't look bad in this game. Uh, Tyler Lockett had another touchdown. It just seems like every week he's going to have a long ball or a touchdown. I did start him this week in fantasy, so I'm yep. happy I did that. Um, Kenneth Walker was out, so the Seahawks kind of came in with no run game, so it was kind of like, all right, if we can stop the pass for the Panthers, we're going to be fine. Uh, the Panthers are all the way up to five wins. Yeah. Uh, they Like we talked about a little while ago, they said Steve Wilkes could be the head coach there. They might hire him. I, I think he's done a good job with what he has in Carolina because – no matter what happens this offseason, Carolina's going to be bad next year. I mean, they, they, they are completely rebuilding and retooling. So I, I don't think it's bad if you have Steve Wilkes be the guy leading. Yeah. Problem is, is I hate when they, when they like, kind of like the way the Texans are doing it. Like, you're putting it to a guy to, like, get him to a certain spot, and then it's like, oh, now we need somebody new in. Yeah, I you no, know? I agree. Like, let the guy... Reap, you know. Reap well, I think rewards. I think they'll give him a couple of years, right? And, and right. see if he does anything. But yeah, if if he if he gets two, if he you know if he's the guy and he gets two seasons, and they win three the first, and he wins five the second. They fire him after two. When it's like, okay, I won more games. That sucks. Yeah, that division sucks. Six and seven Buccaneers. We'll be talking about that game soon. next. Next five and eight Panthers, five and eight Falcons, four and nine Saints. Like that's. So speaking of this, we'll head into the division leaders, the Buccaneers. This game was so bad, they took this game off national TV and put the Panthers game on. Uh, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, shows shows up, says, hey, I'm effing relevant, goes out there, balls out for the 49ers. 49ers are up 35 to nothing. Do you think Tom's regretting coming back? If he comes back, he's got a family. He's making $350 million over how many years with Fox? We picked this game. They are struggling. You and I both picked the Buccaneers, oh, knowing that oh, the Niners that were Purdy gonna was starting. Yep. Robin Penns picked uh, the Niners minus three. I, to me, I think the most alarming thing about this game was the Buccaneers' defense. Like, I agree, but I do want to point out that. Kyle Shanahan is just a hell of a coach. He is. Kyle Shanahan is, he has had so many injuries. And it, you want to talk about the phrase next man up. He has taken that to the to the next level, right? Like, he's been great with that. Like It just seems whoever he plugs in, it, whoever it, he plugs I in, know. it works. And, it's crazy. And, and he just kind of makes his offense to, I honestly, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm some, you know, Mel Kuyper Jr., Todd McShay, draft analyst type of guy. But are were you surprised that Brock Purdy fell that far in the draft? 
Yeah, I'm kind of. I, I was kind of surprised that he was a seventh round pick, just because he is a he was a good athlete, had decent numbers at Iowa State, and won some games. I feel like right. he could have been like a fifth round pick or right. something. But it, it's all just kind of about what teams need. But it's too. crazy because how how like you see San Fran, where sometimes you're just like, well, how did that guy fall to him? How did that guy fall to him? Yeah, just well, but, a but, bunch of teams passed on him at least seven times. It just seems that like San Fran, they they've got such a good staff there that it's like. They can coach these guys up. They can Plug get them play. better. They just can get them better. And Plug and play. Purdy's not a bad quarterback at all. No. And he's got weapons. When you give a rookie quarterback Well, that's weapons. the thing. You, you see so many rookies go to places that just suck. Yeah. It's all about the fit, as right. we've talked about so many times. Right. Whoever it is, I don't care if it was Zach Wilson from a couple years ago. I don't care if it's EJ Manuel. You throw them in. In a in a you know a system where he's got Debo and then you trade for McCaffrey and then you give him Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, they they have a really good chance to be successful. Sixteen at twenty one. Okay. They just don't ask. Him, they just don't ask him to do too yards. much. Right. He's a game manager. It's yep. no different than what they were getting. They, like that's that's the now that is the one caveat about the the Niners this year. Okay, Trey Lance. What did you want him to do? Exactly. We don't. Know you want him to be a game manager. Right? Like, for the most part, he gets hurt. Jimmy Garoppolo. We know he's a game manager. And a good one. That's all. Right. But that's all you're looking for him to do. You're not looking for him to go out there and do crazy things. You're looking for him to stay within the offense and not turn over the ball. Right? Brock Purdy. It's the same fucking thing. It's crazy how they they know their talent. It reminds me of, like, recruiting um, in, in NCAA 14. They just get their right? guys. Like, like... What type of quarterback do you want? Do you want a pocket passer? Do you want a balanced quarterback? I'm, or do you want a scrambler? I'm I'm what well, I was scrambler. And yeah, you were pocket. Pocket. Yeah. And then I kind of. And like, then it pisses eh. them off when I get number one and number and, two, well, and then, I get the scrambler and, and the pocket. And passer. then you know what? And then you kind of like, oh, I can use balance because I can use both. But like that's how like they get they get guys that how they the, that they're going to fit their system, and it's and it's working beautifully. And as much as I hate to say it. I wish I rooted for a team whose franchise was run the way their yeah, team is John, run. John Lynch has done. John Lynch, when he got hired as GM, was kind of like a head scratcher. People were kind of like, "What the hell?" But he's he's whoo, done really well. He, he, you could argue he's the best GM in football. He's done really well. He's done really well. All right, last game of the week, Sunday oh, night football. We, I took. Oh yeah, we, sorry. We, 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 went we, over we this. picked yep. that game. We picked that. Game. We went yep. over it. Yeah. Last game of the week, Sunday night football. Chargers, Dolphins. Uh, Chargers come out. Shocked the world, beat the Dolphins 23-17. Herbert looked better this game, but he had his weapons and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams back. Used them both, and man, did it work. All right. This is... And Tua just seemed off. This is NCAA basketball, late February, early March, blind resume. Okay? If I give you blind resume... And I give you the numbers, 39 of 51 for 367 and a touchdown. Okay? That's the first one. The second number that I give you, stat line, is 10 for 28, 145 yards, one touchdown. Who do you think had which game? Well, you would think that Herbert had more. You would think that... No, no. I would think Herbert had more, like, passing yards. No, right, but I'm saying without watching the game, I'm saying if you would have told me at the beginning of the uh, beginning of the week, like Tua was going to go ten for twenty eight for one hundred forty five yards, no, I would have thought that would have been Herbert. I wouldn't, and then Tua would have would have been 
39 of 51. I wouldn't have thought Tua was that bad, but I, that stat line from Herbert doesn't surprise me because they, cause they don't use even Austin Eckler in the run game. They pass it to him. So Herbert just chucks a lot and gets a lot of passing yards. So I, I get what you're saying. That, that, that I, just, I just sounds like a Justin Herbert stat line to me. Okay. Does 10 of 28 for 140 sound, sound like Tua? Sound like Tua? No. 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 Tua was just off. And that's what I'm I was listening on the way home. Kurt, or Kurt Warner was calling the game on the radio, and he just said, and you're like, you know, Tua, like, his guys are getting open, and it's like last week he seemed frantic and kind of scared, and tonight it just feels like he's off. So he just had an off game. It was just weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, because really the, the, the reason the Dolphins were in this First is because— First Sunday night game, maybe? The, the, reason, the reason the Dolphins were in this game is because Tyreek Hill picked up a fumble for 60 yards and just ran it in. Did, yeah, that was Like, weird. did you see that? Just picked yeah, it up and ran that it was in. Weird. Um, and then Tyreek got a passing touchdown as well, mm. receiving touchdown. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Tyreek is good. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we all picked the Dolphins in this game minus two and a half, Chargers with the dub. Yeah. So. Chargers are weird, man. We talked about it. You and I were playing video games last night. We talked about it. We said, remember that Clemsoning was a thing where it's just like. It's, yeah. Chargering is a thing in the it NFL. Is. It's just it like it doesn't make is. sense when you start to believe that's when they shit the bed. Yeah, yeah. It, it just and it doesn't. It, it, they're they're so like they're such an enigma. Like it just it just it, doesn't matter who's coaching. I mean, it goes all the way back to when Schottenheimer in that year they were like fourteen and two. They look yeah. really good, and then they yeah. just blow it. So it it just seems every it doesn't matter who it is. They just they they you know Schottenheimer, North Turner. Um, Anthony Lynn was the coach before Staley, and then Staley now. It just doesn't matter. Yeah, and they're they're, good. they're a dangerous team. They are. They I have mean, weapons. When they have now, their defense is missing half their starters. Like I heard, I heard yeah. this morning that they they miss. They're missing six starters right now. But that's impressive that's to do that against Miami Dolphins, with yeah. with that with that amount of players yep. missing. I agree. So, all right. Well, let's go ahead. We'll make our picks for this week, and we'll get out of here. All right, so we have got the Dolphins at the Bills. The Bills favored by six. This is the Saturday night game. This is the Saturday night game. Yeah, let's just... Um, Thursday night is Niners-Seahawks divisional game. I think that's going to be a, a big game, right? Like, that's a big game. Um, I think we got a good week. Colts-Vikings. Eh, whatever. Probably not. Uh, Browns-Ravens divisional game. And then Dolphin, and that's on Saturday. And then uh, Dolphins Bills is the Saturday night game. And then so Packers are Monday night. You got you got Bills here at minus six. I got them here at minus seven and a half. It was six when I checked today. Wow. Where, what site are you going to? Vegas Insider. It's it's the number one if you search Google. You search it's NFL odds. It's better than odds. Score Mobile. Yes, it's better. <laughs> Better than Score Mobile when they had what it what was it that one time we had tennis and I told you that the sixth ranked player in the world was yeah, playing sissy pass and they didn't even have them ranked. Dude, they were so <laughs> the off. seeds were so off. They were I'm so like, oh my off. god. Yeah. And you're like, where do you get it? I'm like, dude, Score Mobile. Oh my god. From... Might as well get it from the Lego machine or something. <laughs> All right, sorry. Dolphins at Bills. Bills favored by six. We talked about earlier uh, the weather going to be chilly in buffalo i don't like that for two of small little hands and for that reason i'm going to take buffalo 
minus the six. Yeah, I'm taking it for that reason as well. Uh, Ty- Tyreek Hill does have a little bit of like an ankle injury as well, uh, so that that's a big thing. I mean, he he played through it last night. They have still, not used still, Jalen Waddle. They, the last he few still weeks. got past everybody just fine. Tyreek yeah. did even with his injury, but, but he's um, taking a lot of plays off too. Yeah, but. It, you're using heaters for 55 degrees. You're going to show up to Buffalo. It's 15. You're going to have Bills Mafia with their shirt oh off breaking Christ. tables. You ain't going to know what the hell to do. 55 degrees Bills by a million. Oh, my God. I Can I, can I play some golf in that? A 55 Bills right by now, a be, million. be taking it. Next, we got Cowboys at Jaguars. Cowboys favored by five and a half. Uh, the Jaguars, they're a young team, and I just feel like whenever they seem to kind of ride high and you start to believe, that's when they go and get their ass kicked. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. They had a tough game. They didn't take the Texans seriously. So they're going to go into this game and say, hey, this Jaguars team's pretty good. I'm taking the Cowboys as well. I couldn't have said it any better myself. I don't think the Jaguars are bad. It's just they're young. They're still learning the the week in, week out. They... They had they did not handle the success earlier in the year when they when they had a good start to the season the first four or five weeks so yeah I'm going I'm going Cowboys too I just is I would love to see you know playoff time I'd love to see, fantasy playoff time Trace did you make the no playoffs? we're gonna talk about that at the end oh okay we'll gotcha, talk about gotcha. the end. I would love to see Evan Ingram. Do, do it again for me. So If Evan Ingram goes off again, he can be your stud next week yeah, since okay. you lost in Rock, sweet. Paper, Scissors this week. Sweet, sweet. All right, next we've got Patriots at Raiders. Raver, <laughs> Raiders favored by one and a half. Right now the Patriots are down to the Cardinals 13-7 at half. If that means, or just before half, if that means anything... They're going to come out and they're going to win this game. The Kyler Murray-less anytime we, anytime we talk about a game uh, during the pod or watching a game during the pod. Team who's losing comes back and wins. Come back and, and win every it's time. It's a thing. It's, it's, it's a jinx. Um, I am going to go ahead. I'm going to take the Raiders in this one. Okay. If the Raiders get out to leads, they seem to blow them. But I think they get out to a lead early. The Patriots offense, without an offensive coordinator, doesn't know what they're doing. They have an offensive coordinator. Not a good one. A defensive-minded offensive coordinator, if that makes sense. So I think the Raiders can at least win by three. I think Devontae has a big game for the Raiders. Okay. Raiders win by three at home. They'll be popping the champagne in the third quarter. I don't know. Raiders got more weapons. So this seems weird to me. I don't know what the uh, logistics of the New England Patriots are, but you go west... Okay, for Monday night football, you fly back, then you go back out west again. I don't like the travel. You know me. I love to find an edge. I'm going with the travel. I'm taking the Raiders. I got them by seven. Next, we got Giants at Commanders. Commanders favored by three and a half. No, I'm riding... Carson Wentz was activated off IR, but Taylor Jesus. Heineke's still playing. He's, He's still starting. He's got to be. I'm taking the freaking Commanders. I believe okay. in this Commanders team. I like Heineke under center. Him okay. and Terry McLaurin are good together. The Giants are scuffling. Commanders tied last time in New York. They can take care of business and I was win, by, say, win we, by five points. We saw this two weeks ago. I like Heineke. I two, do. 
Yeah. He, I mean, Heineke, like a, I think Heineke... It was a week ago they played. Heineke is within the top 20 for quarterbacks when he's playing yeah, in the league. I, I would agree with that. Okay, you just said in the league. I thought you said he's elite, but I, no, heard, I heard what you he's said. He's not elite. No, he's in he's, the league. He, he's, yeah. he's slightly above average. Oh, my God. Jesus. I will say he's slightly above average. What a terrible handoff. Um, so we just saw this game, a tie. The fact that the Giants then go out and get their butts kicked by the, the Eagles. Eagles, I don't like the way that looks, but we know for a fact this game uh, just played 70 minutes and nobody could score in the last 10. I'm going to take the points. I'm going to take the Giants. Okay. Next, we got Rams at Packers. Packers favored by seven. Now, Giants and commanders to Sunday night football. Sunday okay. night football is usually yep. the last game we pick, yep. but the flipping Packers play on Monday night. Well, we can't pod next Monday night then. We might not have a pod episode. We might not be talking for another two weeks. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to figure something out. But Rams at Packers. Uh, seven and a half. I think that spread's too big. It is, but you don't know who's quarterback in the Rams. You don't? It's probably Mayfield. You don't. But the defense is still good, right? The Rams' defense is still deep. They're still good. Look at the numbers. They're solid. They're still a good defense. They're solid. Now, their defense... If you're off, you've seen with the Packers. We think that the Packers have a decent de- defense, right? But if you have no offense, it makes your defense worse. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go Rams in this game. I think the Packers will pull off the victory, but I think it's closer than seven and. I half. just, I can't take the Packers a touchdown favorite. I can't. That, that, do it. That, Give me I mean. the points. It's, 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 it's too, too many. Much. It's For too the many. Packers. I, I don't know enough coming off a bye. I just. Ugh. I'll be okay. I, I'm I'm fine being wrong when it comes to picking the Packers. No way. Get the draft pick. Well, I'm just saying, you know. Get the draft pick. Until Get we're, math- out. Until we we're mathematically here. eliminated, go Pack, go. We're out. Highlighted. All right. All right, Michael. Did yeah. you get any fantasy teams in the playoffs? I did. I got one team. I had out two of teams. how many? Two. I had two teams that got one 100%. in the playoffs. We're in the same league in both of them. Um, so... In the in the sour league, Sunday um, night sadness. Sunday night sadness. Um, Ran had, last second by Tyler. Had, had a <laughs> had a big victory over Cody this week. One hundred nine fifty six to sixty two point one. If Cody Cody's makes team, his if Cody makes his picks, he wins this week. He beats Michael in fantasy, but he didn't make his picks, so the football yeah, gobs are bad. Yeah, mad at him. Sorry, dude. Um, so I'm eight and five with the win this week. I'm going into nine and five. Um, I don't know. It's going to depend on where where everybody falls. Um, like right now, Penns is losing, so I would be the higher seed than him. He's losing to Rob. Um, Tyler's in, knocking off uh, his mom to to get in. Um, so it's really just going to depend. I think I'm anywhere from like I could be possibly the two seed all the way to like the five seed maybe. Um, I can't be lower than the five because uh, Tyler's going to get in at seven and seven on the six seed. 
Um, so I will most likely be playing the first week um, in playoffs. So, yeah, got one team in. Second team, uh, get this. Second team, uh, the guy I'm going against is 3-10 and 10 overall. Um, hasn't won in six weeks and absolutely just put it on me this week. Um, basically, he had uh, Russell Wilson, Jamar Chase, Evan Ingram, uh, Zeke. Yeah, so he, he put it on me pretty good. Um, so did make the playoffs in that one. Um, no big deal. That That's with some, some bowling buddies, softball buddies. Um, but yeah, I'm advancing. So haven't, haven't, I think I've won one fantasy football title. So uh, we'll see. I've made the playoffs plenty of times. I usually shit the bed in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm right we're, there with we're you. Gonna, we're going to try it again, boys. I'm right there with you. I was two for four, so 50% as well. Uh, and Sunday Night Sadness looks like I will be the two seed. Basically, I had a bye this week. Noah had four guys on bye. So I'm a two li- seed? I'm a, yep. I'm a little worried. Go, who's, who's I'm, I'm a little one? worried going to the semifinals. It's basically two straight weeks of nothing. I had a bye two straight weeks in a row. Yeah. Uh, so a little worried about that. But just like with Michael, I can always seem to get in. But... I feel good about this team. I think the team's got the most depth I've ever had, especially at the wide receiver level. Oh, yeah, dude. You're, you're, um, you're loaded. It just comes down to quarterback play and running backs. What what can I get out of those? And then in the other league, uh, I, I was 10-4 and four in both leagues. I finished second in my division, so I think I'll be playing week one. But 10-4, and four, Jalen Hurts has really carried me. And then I have Joe Mixon and Austin Eckler as my running back. So those are two really good guys for me. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I always think if I can – Get in a couple leagues and I win one, I'll make some money. Yeah. So and I want to win. I want to win that uh, league. I've won, I've won two fantasy leagues. Did you? I, I won the first year I ever did it when I was like 13. I won okay. in a public random ass league. <laughs> cool. And then in high cool. school, I won one once with my buddies. Uh, how's the team doing that I drafted for you? I think they ended up like five and nine or something. Okay, okay good. good. Like awesome. we, it wasn't an awful year. I think we got to like five and six at one point where we were knocking on the door and had a chance again. But uh, yeah, yeah, so they finished. They finished six and seven, and they did not win this week. So six and eight. Yeah, DJ oh, Moore right. had uh, zero catches for zero yards. <laughs> I had to start Tyler Boyd, who got hurt. DJ Moore had a touchdown, and it got called back on a on a. Um, on a penalty. That is a sure. rough day. <laughs> but if you look at my bench, uh, the only person on my bench that scored was Cincinnati defense or Dak Prescott. And Geno Smith outscored Dak Prescott. So I really didn't have any other options. Yeah. Um, and then in our in our softball league, I my team was just five and eight. What what hurt? I, I, I had good I had good skill positions, but I didn't have a good quarterback the whole.